you all know what that sound means, don't you? Don't you? No. Uh, no. no. Do you know what that sound is, David? That's the sound of victory. Victory for Xbox owners. Victory for Nintendo owners. Possible victory for, for PC owners. I'm not really sure. But MLB The Show is going multi-platform as of 2020. Woo! Yay. So long, PlayStation exclusivity. And congratulations on having your very first super performance for sales. Um, that's going to be crazy. I, I, I'm so excited. When the MLB dropped that news the other day at the winter meetings, I, I thought it was a joke. But they released a press release and they had Sony's logo on top of it. Oh, incredible oh, no. day. It, not, not next year. As it, early it, as 2021. So we're probably going to see MLB 21. Right? Which is next year's game. No. Yeah, they're MLB on MLB 20. Oh, okay. So maybe that's they're, they're taking a hiatus for the, the, the two years or the year and a bit. to. No, baseball games come out a year early. So um, essentially it's the year that the World Series will take Place. Yeah, but they've released an MLB sh- the show 20. for the la- like every year in the last like for the last like four years, five years, yeah. right? You so- can already pre-order it. Um, yeah, so right now the MLB show the twenty is or sorry MLB the show twenty is available for seventy nine ninety nine at Best Buy. Yeah, but so the new one. Oh yeah, sorry. You you are one hundred percent right. I'm yeah. Backwards so they they've probably already started working on uh, the show twenty, right? And yeah. instead of having to like re-engineer it and port it over to uh, the Switch, it it wouldn't be too difficult to port it over to the to the uh, Xbox One. But uh, that makes that's a pretty good gives them a year and a bit to work out all the kinks and stuff like that. And MLB The Show, for those who don't play those games, is like everything you'd want in a sports simulation game. Yeah. Like It's really, really in-depth. The trading's phenomenal. The development, the drafting, the growth of your players. It does a lot of the same things that like um, 2K does with their basketball games, but it's a little bit more in-depth because baseball is like a full sim game. Mm-hmm. You don't have to play the game. You can sim the entire thing. I actually uh, would put on and and just watched games on that off season. If I was if I was just like hanging out in my basement, I didn't want to want to uh, play anything because I was like fiddling with something, like whether it was like my three D printer or I was building something or whatnot, and I wanted something on that wasn't a a show that I had to f- focus on. I'd load up uh, MLB and just watch uh, two teams play at it. It's kind of fun. Yeah, like I, I like doing the like I like doing the back office stuff. I do it in like hockey and uh, NBA as well. Football is not as much fun, but like watching the team that you built come through. Yeah, um, I think it was the game two years ago. I did like a full fantasy draft and somehow ended up like in the fantasy draft acquiring one of the best possible teams, and like like the way it works is. Let's say it has all the best players ranked 1 through 20. There's no way you're getting that second best top player, but somehow one player kept slipping through, so I just I ended up building a really awesome team because uh-huh. some teams focused on pitching, others hitting. I just kind of went with well-balanced. But this is huge news for 
Xbox players. And I think the timing is great. And now I remember why I wrote down this specific note. <laughs> it's because it wouldn't be next year. Because you're going to see the PS5 and Xbox whatever come out. Oh. Can you imagine if this was like a launch title for... Both? Those games or those systems. That would be that'd be huge. Because normally there's a launch title that's a sports one. But it's usually like basketball. So the only flaw with that is the MLB games come out in March. Which is just after spring training begins. Um, for baseball, so Major League Baseball um, pitchers and catchers report in February, and then uh, spring training starts in March. The end of March, you have your season begin um, into April. Um, yeah, but if so, say say the consoles release in holiday, two thousand twenty-one, right? Um, isn't it like within the first six months of a ge- of a console releasing those? games are considered launch titles i maybe i like i would consider a launch something that is available either day one like xbox branded with their xbox one they had their day one titles which were like fours of five um dead rising three rise son of rome and there was one other one and i know um for playstation it was like battlefield was uh, a launch title Kill Zone or Kill Switch? Yeah, no Kill Zone. Kill Zone Two? Uh, no Kill Zone. Like I can't, four. I can't remember the title. Oh, Shadow. F- Shadow. Shadow, Shadow War. Shadowfall. I don't know. I, I believe back in the um, the website days we called it Shadow Fail. <laughs> um, yeah. So like I, I consider launch titles within the first week of the console coming out, but. Yeah, or not Nintendo. Xbox had like three or four. I think all of them had Call, or both of them had Call of Duty on launch. Yeah, because that one had come out for uh, that was Call of Duty Ghosts, yeah. and that one had come out for the 360 and PS3. I have that on PS4 because at the time, and I think I have uh, Battlefield 4 as well. At the time when those games came out, they included like an upgrade option. So it's like okay. for for ten bucks you could buy, uh, you could upgrade it to the PS4 version. So, um, I have the game, but I need the PS3 disc to unlock it, which is kind of interesting. All right, so just just a quick Anyways. list of games that were confirmed as of the launch of the PlayStation 4 release date. You had Assassin's Creed Black Flag which was both Battlefield 4, which was both Call of Duty Ghosts, which was both um, DC Universe Online, FIFA 14, uh, Just Dance, Kill. it was Kill Zone Shadowfall. We were both off. Um, Madden 25, you had um, Warframe was the other big one for... Oh, and Knack. So three of those, I believe, were exclusives everything else was multi-platform which were what warframe knack shadow fail uh knack was uh yeah those yeah i think warframe at the time was a ps4 exclusive and pc ps4 pc um yeah just i'm trying to see if there's anything uh, oh and then they have something called the launch window which is between day one and the end of March 2014, which offered another bunch of games. Okay, like, so that's like six months, right? So Yeah. So you could see a launch window title for PlayStation, which would include that. 
Yeah. Um, I'm just going to look at the Xbox list really, really quick and see if there was anything super different in there. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. They had Killer Instinct as one of theirs, Rise, Son of Rome. Um, Zoo Tycoon was a launch title for them. Forza Motorsport 5, Dead Rising 3. The games with the Day 1 editions were, yeah, Forza, Dead Rising 3, Rise, Son of Rome, and Killer Instinct. But those were just the same, like, those were just the core games with a banner that said Day 1 edition on the... Dead Rising came with a bunch of crap. Oh, did it? Yeah, like, it came with, if you had the Day 1 edition of Dead Rising, you got all the outfits from um, 1 and 2... You got the car, you got, or like, the killer car, and you got, I think, one of the Smash Bats, but... Mm, okay. Good. And Zoo Tycoon was... Oh, what, um, in the launch window, the only differences these guys had was they had Titanfall, which was exclusive. Oh, yeah. And Project Spark, and Minecraft. Oh, and, and if, if people haven't known, uh, December, one of the free games for December for PlayStation Plus is uh, Titanfall 2. Which is a great game. No, it's not. You can buy it at the dollar store for $2. Yeah, but why would you buy it for $2 when you can get it for free now? I True story. I was at the dollar store. It was $4. Yeah, it was $4. I sent you the picture. But uh, I was at the dollar store not that long ago. Uh, we were picking up some like little like twinkle lights for around the TV. Like uh, the TV unit. Which we still haven't installed, but we bought them. Anyways... I saw a pile of Titanfall discs, and I want to say, oh, shit, what was the other game there? It was something really, like, old and whatever. This guy literally bought both stacks. I'm like, oh, what are you doing with all these? He's like, well, they retail for $16 on eBay, so I'm going to make, like, $12 per. I'm like, good for you, man. Good, yeah. good for you. So Just because funny. it shows up in Dollarama doesn't mean that it's a bad game. Timefall well, 2 is still a good game. It just was plagued by poor release schedule. It was released between two major hitters in the, the gaming market. And it Battlef had no single Battlefield. story. Titanfall 2? I thought it didn't. No, it did. Are you sure? Because Titanfall 1 did. Titanfall 2 was no. just multiplayer, was it not? Come on, man. No, Titanfall 1 was multiplayer only. Titanfall 2 added a story. See, that's how much I like Titanfall. You haven't even played it. Yeah, you made me download it. We played it for an afternoon, and I never played it again. Yeah, it's a great game. You're a great game. <laughs> Thanks. Do you know what else is a great game? Tetris. Oh, yeah. So Tet uh, Tetris for... is dependable. It's like your friend. It'll always I, you be You know better. what? Like Honestly, it's one of those games. Tetris 99 on the Nintendo Switch. It's one of those games that if I don't feel like getting into a game, I'll just load up Tetris and end up playing that for 20, 30 minutes. After you're done watching six simulations of MLB The Show. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so uh, Nintendo released a update for Tetris 99. And this is a, a big update. Um, so they've added team battles, which is really cool. So for anyone who hasn't played Tetris 99 yet, it's uh, like Battle Royale. But Tetris, so it's you versus ninety-eight other people, King of the Hill style, whoever last man standing. So they've added a uh, a team battle mode, which during the setup of the game, you select what team you're going to be on, whether it be uh, what is it, fire, lightning, 
water or like grass it's like a leaf so you select that and then based off of uh, who picks what you're divided into one of the four different teams and then it's the same good old Tetris Battle Royale but uh, it's like whoever wins on the team so you won't uh, target like your own team members you can only target other other people so you can you can target specifically uh, anyone on like red blue green or yellow or you can target attackers like normal so uh, it's fun like I think it adds even though you're not talking to the people you still feel like a sense of you know like extra competition yeah um, and and it it doesn't make it any easier because it comes down to you might have uh, well I was watching one game I think I, I came like fourth place or something like that um, and it ended up having uh, two people on red team one person on blue yellow was out and then I was on green team and uh, there's like one person on green team and you can watch afterwards and and, and uh, I was just like oh god get him get him get him get him <laughs> even though he couldn't hear me uh, and he like took out like three other people, which was sweet. He was also like had a Japanese username, so that might have helped. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. So uh, they they added that. Um, they added the ability to unlock uh, past, um, like the limited or or the event themes. I guess that's what they're called. So if you uh, didn't unlock unlock any of the themes that you could only get during the events like uh, uh, Pokemon, Fire Emblem, Splatoon. Uh, there was uh, original Game Boy. So if, oh, and there's a few more. So you can buy those with the uh, the, t- the tickets that you can unlock during the game. I think they're worth like it, it costs like thirty tickets. So yeah. the regular themes that you unlock are fifteen. So it makes it so that yeah, everyone can get all the themes, but you have to work a little harder to get the special edition ones. Um, and then they also added a, uh, like, a, a private room. Yeah. So so you can set up a private game and invite your friends by giving them a code and play against each other that way. Which All is right. Matchmaking cool. match make, match in Tetris. Yeah, which only, is Only if the cool. rest of the Switch could get on board all know, the time. I right? Um, yeah. Sorry, just quickly, because you mentioned Super Nintendo and Nintendo. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You literally I mentioned just said... Game, mentioned Game Boy. And you said NES. No, I, I literally didn't. heard... Yeah, it jogged my memory. Anyways. No. <laughs> anyway, I'm in my own world today, apparently. Yeah, you are. Sorry, guys. You blew it's already filled with errors. I mean, Titanfall 2 definitely had a story. <laughs> Thinking back, yeah, Titanfall did not, and that was a big problem with Respawn. Um, no, the one thing that... Uh, I remember hearing about it a while ago, how they weren't going to update the, um, the, uh, like the virtual consoles for NES and Super NES. Um, as, as much as frequently. Yeah. I opened it for the first time in probably a month and a half. Cause I was like, Oh, I should really go finish super Metroid. Um, no new games, nothing. I was kind of bummed. No, they, they have uh, some new ones coming out soon. Um, but wasn't it awesome if you didn't play it for like two weeks and then you'd open it and then be, there'd be like a package yeah. waiting for you and you'd be yeah. like, what game is it? It's, it's not nearly as exciting. Sorry guys. My head's all over the place today. <laughs> uh, let's see. They're adding uh, Star Fox 2. Sorry, 
uh, SNES Classic users, you don't no, no longer have exclusivity to those games. Uh, what else? Super Punch Out, Kirby Superstar, Breath of Fire 2, and then for uh, NES, Sunsoft's Run and Gun Shooter Journey to Silas and SNK's Action Adventure Crystallis. December 12th, so sh shortly they will be released. So maybe the next time you open up your your Switch SNES uh, Online, you'll have some more games to play. I'm not sure how much gaming I'm going to do over the next few weeks. I am fairly busy. I mean, I stopped playing Pokemon at Gym 1. Just Dance is literally the only game that has been played on our new TV. Because you got to work I, those hips, huh? I, it's not even me. Chrissy uses it every day. I just I don't have time to game. I come home, I'm dead from work, and then I'm trying to catch up on TV shows and stuff. Like I'm still a few episodes behind before Crisis on Infinity Earths for the DC, and that's already three episodes in. And people are already already saying it's better than most DC movies in a, in a five-hour span. So Which, which one is this? So every year the DC television, um, like the superhero universe, the DC universe television. So yeah. it's like the Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, Catwoman, and Supergirl. Or Cat, uh, not Catwoman, Batwoman, and Superworld, or Supergirl. Mm -hmm. um, they're all, they all combine and do crossover after, uh, episodes. This year is called Crisis on Infinity Earths. It's like it's supposed to be a combination of a, a bunch of storylines, as Arrow's ending and a bunch of other stuff. And they brought, like, some of it's kind of fun. As they're bringing back old Batmans, um, they have multiple Supermans. So um, Tom Welland's coming back and playing a Clark Kent from another Earth, oh, like an neat. older Superman. And Brendan Roth, who played Superman, and I believe it was Superman Returns, like the, the 2000s one. Yep. And then they didn't make another movie with him. And he's been on Legends of Tomorrow and The Flash and Arrow as the Atom is playing two characters. He's playing his Superman. And he's playing the Atom, which is kind of cool. So there's lots of crossover goodness and fun. Uh, but people have been saying, like, it's already better than the Justice League. <laughs> because you're getting far more content. And you're getting what you want out of the te like this five-hour event. Mm -hmm. Which is cool. Interesting. I might have to check it out. Yeah, like... You don't have to know a ton about the TV series. All you know have to know is that the the Flash season finale from last year had a date change where the Flash was going to go missing on December fifteenth, which it all lines up to kind of what we're seeing right now. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, the cat just jumped. <laughs> you okay <up>. there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cat literally just jumped at me. And knocked over uh, our mic. We're 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 having a we're having a day. She's in a mood. Um, speaking of a day and in a mood, Friday is a very. Oh, actually, before we do that, no, you let's, have. Let's talk about twelve days. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You have twelve days of Christmas. Or to, uh, or or ten days, I guess. Either way, so, it's a really good promotion. Yeah, this is actually pretty good. Uh, I I was surprised when I when I found out about this. So, any anyone who has a Switch owner, this is for you. Um, and. This is probably the best deal that you'll get in the year. If you like um, indie games. Well, not even. Some like Yeah, I guess these are all indie games, but they're they're not bad. So Cubic Games, um, a a game developer slash publisher, I guess, they are offering uh, over December. It's their fifteen year anniversary. 
so they are giving away 10 games in 10 days. So, <clears throat> here's here's what you gotta do. You have to own any game released by P Cubic Games before December 15th. So, get in there and get a Cubic Game published game. I know that there is one on the eShop that's like literally like a coloring book or something like that, and it is free, and apparently it counts as owning one of their games. You don't have to spend money on this. So then, once you own one of their games, uh, you can download Robonauts for free between December 10th and December 15th, and that will start the chain reaction of free games. And then, uh, pretty much, the they're going to be releasing another game for free every day after the 10th. Um, or, I guess, after the 15th. So, you have, like, a week and a bit. No, almost two weeks. No? Yeah, five days. Idiot. Uh, <laughs> for lots of free game goodness. For you have five days to download Robonauts, right? If, if you get it for free, and it's actually a pretty fun, fun little game. You're a tiny robot, and you have to, uh, you, you, you go around these tiny planets. So they're like, you know, uh, remember like how Super Mario Galaxy, right? You could like walk around and you see the planets and whole kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what it's like, and you're shooting these other alien creature things. So that's fun. So then. Um, yeah, from the 15th on to the 24th, they're releasing a free game every day. So uh, on the 16th, it would be Geki Yaba Runner, which is like an endless runner game where you are these gnomes and you have to collect socks. It's fun. I got that one for free uh, for owning one of the Cubic Games games a while ago. Um, and honestly, it's a, it's a very good time sink. It's fun. I enjoy it. Uh, on the 17th, you can get Puzzle Book, which is just a, a puzzle game where you put together jigsaw puzzles. Yeah. Uh, One Strike is on the 18th. Wrecking Ball Adventures on the 19th. Coloro on the 20th. Race Die Run, 21st. Wrecked, another racing game on the 22nd. Mana Spark on the 23rd, which is a big one. That's a, a pretty popular game, and it's uh, highly rated. Um... It's like a roguelike action RPG with like Dark Souls style combat stuff, and then uh, there's a mystery game on the 24th. So Christmas Eve, they uh, they are giving a mystery game out, and then uh, all of their other games are on on sale as well. So for for fairly cheap too, um, like Warlords or Warlocks 2 God Slayer. It's a dollar seventy nine, ninety percent off. Oh, say that again. You you made it sound like it's a sultry game of the the ages. Warlocks, God Slayer. Uh, I picked that one up for yeah, like a dollar seventy nine. It's 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 actually pretty fun. Uh, yeah. So this is pretty 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 cool of them to do. Uh, a lot of companies will just put their games on sale, right? Yeah. But they're giving out some some pretty popular games so like one strike uh that's a fighting game but literally it's a one hit fighting game so it's kind of like a timing i don't know if you want to it's like a quick quick draw right like uh, you, you either win or you lose yeah uh so some of these games like you know what like they're probably not like the best games out there but they are all 
of pretty decent quality. The graphics are not bad either, right? So, like, you're not getting these, like, crappy little indie games that someone made in their basement just to get money and it's like a broken piece of crap these these aren't like race die run that's 10 bucks on the uh e-shop right now six bucks so you're getting and, and mana sparks is 10 bucks you're getting a hundred dollars worth of games probably or or almost i'd say maybe like uh 50 to 75 maybe because like geki yabba runners like three dollars but yeah so um between now and December 15th, or whenever you're hearing this, if it's before the 15th, download a Cubic Games game. Then you'll get Robonauts for free. And then from the 15th on, you'll get nine more games. The one that kind of caught my eye a little bit was Astro Bear's Party. Yeah, so that's like a puzzle game, right? Or or something like that. It's like a, a party game. It looks fun. Um, now, I don't know if that's... I guess that, that does count. I wonder... See, that's the thing. It's like, I don't want to buy anything that I... Well, I'm not going to buy anything else because I already have Cubic Games, so I'll qualify. But I wonder what that game that they're giving out on the 24th. It's got to be something substantial. Maybe they're releasing something that nobody knows about. Well, let's see. Can we see what other games they have on here? No, Nintendo. Well, they have three upcoming games. Gravity Rider Zero, Sheep Patrol, Barbarous Tavern, and Akuto Showdown. Akuto Showdown from the image looks cool. Yeah. So, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll probably post some stuff on the uh, on our social media to remind you guys. Not only that, we'll maybe post what we got for free. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Sheep Patrol, Bar- Barbarous Tavern. That looks cool. I like the, the the Akuto Showdown looks like, um, you know those, like, those rubber knife blocks? Yep. Of animated people? I think that's yep. what that kind of is. Kind of looks cool. All right. So speaking of cool, the best of the best are about to get crowned this week. It's the Game Awards 2019. And I'm excited to say that we're going to preview the show. We're going to we're going to go over some of our picks and we're going to we're going to post our picks based off um, our predictions and what we think and hopefully um, some of the games that we pick win. If not, maybe maybe we'll just keep score for fun. Maybe you can keep score at home as well. It's just like the Oscars and the Grammys, but this time it's Stuff we love talking about. Yeah. Video games. <laughs> and all the nominations have been out or or made. So for anyone who does not know, you can always Google that. We're going to go through <laughs> some of so, some categories. We're, we're going to skip um, some of the eSport ones and uh, Creator of the Year, stuff like that. Just because we, we want to make sure that we're just talking about the games. Not necessarily esports events. Like, as an example, I personally think that the Rainbow Six tournaments are better than some of the Fortnite World Cups and stuff like that. But Rainbow Six isn't even included. And being like being somebody who's gone to one of those before, like I understand the absolute hype that's there, and I, I get stuff like Fortnite or League of Legends or even Overwatch are bigger because they're always on TV. It's just 
there's there's a lot of bias when it comes to esports, so we're staying away from that. Those categories. So, David, we are going to start with best community support. All right. Your nom- I can tell you. Your, your nominees are Apex Legends, Destiny Two, Final Fantasy, um, fourteen, Fortnite, and Rainbow Six Siege. I I I honestly couldn't even make a. Um make a guess on this because how do they how do they do this because is this support tickets or is this best interaction with uh the community on like the forums and stuff like that that that's how i would read the category um slash listening to your community yeah i don't i don't think either of us join in the communities of these specific games enough to uh yeah, the only one I make... did heavily was Rainbow Six. Yeah, the only one that I had ever done was uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, but that was because I played that game. So it's it's one of those things that if you if you get into the game a lot, like if you're if if you're really devoted to the game, that's when you're going to start um, interacting with the community there. But uh... I would assume it's going to be one of Fortnite or Apex that wins. Yeah based on like just how big their community is and Fortnite had the whole black hole thing which drove the internet insane um the one thing i will still give ubisoft and tom clancy's rainbow six siege is they're very interactive with their fans they have mm-hmm. events all the time um their seasons constantly change and they constantly rebuild but i, I think i'm going to take the safe road and i'm going to say apex legends just because they're they're more community driven, they're making changes based off what the community wants, not necessarily the direction the game creators want to go. Yeah, I'll 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 piggyback that one because uh, I know that Fortnite in the past has had some issues with uh, their their community. So <laughs> we we want more <laughs> shotguns. We want less shotguns. Yeah. Um, sticking with, um, I guess community slash multiplayer games we have best multiplayer game um apex legends is nominated again borderlands 3 call of duty modern warfare tetris 99 and tom clancy's the division 2 which i'm i'm surprised to see the division 2 on there uh because i remember when the the division 1 came out it was like a a major major release of a game right like there was nothing really like it at the time it was a unique story, unique universe, yeah. and then it became riddled with uh, hackers, and uh, the, the game, game just kind of like died. It was also kind of broken and flawed yeah. in the sense that, like, if I played with you and you were a level one and I was a level fifteen, you'd have a really bad time because it didn't yeah. like it didn't give you like level seven combat. It would give you level fifteen combat, which yeah. meant two bullets killed you and fifty bullets killed me. Yeah. Um, on here, honestly, I could see this be between, uh, Apex Legends or Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Call of Duty this year was really well received because they removed jetpacks. <laughs> yeah, and they made all of, like, the microtransaction stuff. Well, first off, when the game launched, there wasn't any. Yeah. They just released, uh, just re- recently, Season 1, uh... What you know what really pissed me off is that on the PlayStation, I don't know, I, I guess they did it on Xbox as well, it updated the game icon, so now it just it doesn't say Call of Duty on it, it literally just says Season 1. 
Um, like, when I load mine, it still just says Call of Duty. Oh, lucky. Um, but that multiplayer, you know what? That brings me back to the uh, Call of Duty four days. You know, Modern Warfare four, or I guess Modern Warfare two yeah. for the Xbox three hundred and sixty. This is the best uh, Call of Duty in a long time. Yeah. Um, and even with it, it, it doesn't seem. I don't know, with the jetpacks and the wall running and the jumping and stuff like that, once they took that out, it feels like an, an actual, like, old-school Call of Duty game. So, um, I don't know. I, I've, I'm leaning towards Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I'll, I'll uh, jump on that. I think Apex is going to get some love. I don't, I don't feel like Borderlands is really... Like, it didn't really sell well compared to the last two installments. It just sold to, like, fans, not a lot of new gamers. Tetris 99 is exclusive to just Nintendo. And The Division 2, from what I understood, like, while good, doesn't have the same community. So I'll piggyback on your Call of Duty. We we have... <laughs> we've agreed. Seen on screen is picked Call of Duty. Yeah. I... I I'm... It's uh, interesting to see that Tetris 99 was on there rug, because yeah. it while it is a multiplayer game, it is a... I like to think of it as a single-player multiplayer game because there's no interaction with anyone else other than when you're in the Tetris 99 mode, right? Like, you could very well just be playing against bots, right? Like, it doesn't necessarily feel like a uh, an online game. And you know what? Maybe that's... Maybe it isn't. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the CPU mode and uh, the Tetris 99 mode are the exact same thing. Nintendo could have been trolling us from the beginning. You just never knew it. Who knows? Um, best sports and racing game. Interesting choices on this list. We have FIFA 20, of course. We have F1 2019. eFootball Pro Evolution Soccer. So, Pez. Um, we have Dirt Rally 2.0. And we have Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. This is a unique category because I know that racing is considered a sport. Right, but it's a different kind of sport. You have two soccer games and three racing games. Right, like, so you're it's it's comparing apples to oranges, right? Like, so racing games all fundamentally are the same thing, right? So then it comes down to mechanics and how well do the the I guess it's the same thing for like any sports games. How well does it control? But then once you get past that, right? It's how well does a game look and all this stuff. But you can have people that enjoy racing games but absolutely hate soccer, right? Or, yeah, like there's no there's no any other sports in there. There's no foosball. There's no table hockey. Yeah, but hockey is really North America-centric, so it doesn't do very well over in Europe. Oh, that's true. The, the NBA games, again, don't do very well in Europe. Pez? And FIFA, the biggest thing is now FIFA has the rights to almost everything, and Pez lost <clears throat> all its rights to things, so there's that. The game I'm going to go with here is a little off the board. Dirt Rally 2. Crash but, Team Racing. Yeah, definitely Crash Team Racing. Very popular title. Um, like I know a lot of people who own it on Switch, and they keep telling me to buy it. 
Yeah, I, I, I kind of want to get it. I've played it. It's so hard. Like, it's not Mario Kart. It's, it never was easy, though. It's it's a difficult game. It kind of gives you that Diddy Kong Racing feel, but mm-hmm. also very, very challenging. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to... My, my vote for us would be CTR, Nitro Fuel, just because it is, I think, the best combination of those racing games. The game I'm surprised didn't get any love was Forza Horizon 4 and its Lego adaptation. Because that, that was like the best of all worlds there. Yeah, I wonder if that's because uh, the Forza games are very arcadey and these are more like sim games, except for Crash Team. That's like the odd one out on the list. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, Pez 20. Even though it lost all its rights? Yeah. I know that the Pro Evolution Soccer is considered uh, the best, or it has been for a while, the best um, soccer sim game. So you don't necessarily need rights to something to make a good game. Unless you're uh, MLB. That's true, because you need the rights <laughs> to all of that stuff. Uh, yeah, otherwise you just turn into some weird like arcade game that sucks. So what are we agreeing on here? So you're picking Crash Team Racing, I'm picking uh, Pez 2020. Yeah. Alright, so I will put as we put, we picked both, and we'll pick one winner afterwards. I... I, I Usually I'd agree with you, but I just think CTR did a little bit more. Like, it's 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 out there more. Pez is, again, like one of those ones that because it lost its, um, like, some of its team's rights and its players' rights, FIFA would have sold more copies. FIFA would have had the better year for that. But FIFA's also just so broken because EA made it. Yeah. So that's why I went with Crash. I went with a racing game over a soccer game this year, which is kind of a shocker. If you can argue out of it, awesome. If not, <laughs> I'll put. No, I, I, uh, I appreciate your, your decision. So you're you're on that one. Don't worry, you're gonna get me on family. I know it. Luigi's Mansion Three, Ring Fit Adventure, Super Mario Maker Two, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, or Yoshi's Crafted World, and what we like to call the Nintendo Bowl. Wait, I, uh, I don't know. Super Mario Maker 2, probably. Yeah, or or Smash Brothers Ultimate, but it's also getting some Game of the Year nods. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Luigi's Mansion 3 had a big enough impact. As good as the game is, there is a few things, uh, quality of life problems with it, primarily no inverted controls, um, you love which, actually, inverted controls. which actually makes the game, like, unplayable for a lot of people i actually had to uh so i have an 8-bit dough controller yeah and i had to in the firmware for the controller reverse the uh right joystick up down just so that i can play luigi's mansion way to ruin video games i know right (laughs) um for this one i honestly would say uh super mario maker 2 yeah, that, that one seems to be the one that you can, like, get your family around. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like Luigi's Mansion 3, I don't think Yoshi's Crafted World did super well because it wasn't super advertised. Smash Brothers will likely win this category, but I agree with you. Super Mario Maker 2 did have... Like, it's fun for parents and kids. Mm-hmm. So, I, I agree. 
Maker 2. All right. Best strategy game. Fire Emblem. Without a question, we don't have to read them. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think uh, so. Like we got Age of Wonders, Anno eighteen hundreds, Total War, Three Kingdoms, Tropico Six, or Wargroove. I would say either between Fire Emblem or Tropico Six, because both of those were very well received. I know Fire Emblem, there was uh, some drama behind the scenes with uh, one of the voice act, the English voice actors, like sexually assaulting someone or whatever. So the Nintendo, uh, in an update, did you hear about this? No. So, yeah, one of the voice actors for the English uh, VO, uh, yeah, did something like sexually assaulted someone or whatnot, and it got in the news, and they were charged with it. So Nintendo is uh, washing their hands from them completely, and in a patch, they completely replaced all of the dialogue for that character with a different voice actor. Oh, really? Yeah. That's that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyone that I've ever talk to that if, if you're a fire emblem fan i'm sure you've played it before i haven't played it yet uh, but anyone that i've ever talked to they've spent hundreds of hours in it and it is uh we're, quite quite the game we're, we're in agreement fire emblem um moving on to best fighting game this is a great category um we have dead or alive six Jump Force, Mortal Kombat 11, Samurai Showdown, and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I think uh, Nintendo might have this one here. Yeah, they might. And I think mostly just based off of the variety that is in that game. And the, the there's such a huge fan base just for Smash Bros. in and general. It's constantly being updated. Yeah. Um, I would say in the past, Mortal Kombat... But um, Mortal Kombat 11 added a lot of microtransactions and grinding to unlock stuff. But Jump uh, Force had the Dragon Ball Z. Oh, that's true. Edition. I I just if you were to to I think head to head at Super Smash Brothers Ultimate versus Jump Force, and there's just so much variety. There's so many ways to play Smash Brothers. You can play as pretty much anything. There's an mm -hmm. a, an intensive story mode. I mean, you even have a choice of what type of controller style you want to play with. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I don't like Smash Bros, and I never have, and I probably never will. Yeah, well, <laughs> you also make babies cry by looking at them. So. But, yeah, that's true. I, I appreciate that it is a popular game, and people enjoy it. And, yeah, I, I have played it, and it's a good party game as well, but it's also a good competitive game. That's fair. How do you so. feel about RPGs these days? Um, <sighs> it's the we're we're way past the golden days of RPGs for sure. Um, everything's kind of taking a little bit from everything else. Uh, oh, I would say so. So the list that we have for best role play games: Disco Elysium. Never heard of it. Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, that game has had quite the history and it is going strong and I don't see it ending anytime soon. Kingdom Hearts 3. The hype was real for that game. It took like 13 years for it to release and then You can buy it for $19. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about it. Monster Hunter World Iceborne. So that's uh 
like an expansion or is that a sequel to Monster Hunter World? I believe it's like is a, a, a sequel. It's an expansion. Yeah. Or yeah. Major major expansion released in September. Um, okay, so the Monster Hunter World. I know that game got a lot of praise. Um, I I've played it. I'm not a huge fan of the Monster Hunter games just because I find that I I get the concept behind the controls, like the the combat is supposed to be slower because you have these like huge massive weapons. Um, but I, I think that's a game that I would need to play with people okay, to kind of enjoy it a little more. And then the last one would be the outer worlds, which just came out. I'm in, uh, actually quite intrigued by this one because yeah, the outer worlds came out what October. Yeah. End of October. So and I would say very well received. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of like a big kick in the nuts to Bethesda, yeah. uh, Bethesda because this was made by Obsidian um, and they published it without Bethesda and it's pretty much the exact same kind of gameplay as the Fallout games and it's, stuff like that. It's literally the same interface. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say out of these ones, I'm going to have to pick uh, Final Fantasy XIV okay. or Monster Hunter. I'm I'm torn between the two because I know that they've both been very well received. I think that Final Fantasy fourteen has a longer uh, potential for uh, longevity for the game. Because uh, if anyone has played Final Fantasy fourteen, it originally came out like I don't know, like two thousand. I don't even know when the initial one came out. I got it like years and years ago. Okay. Uh, and they've had uh, three major expansions, and they've they've listened to the community. They've made changes based off of that. Like the game was so broken when it released that they didn't even uh, feel like charging people was the right thing to do to like to play it. Like yet, if you bought the game, sure, but then they stopped sales of the game, and if you had had it you didn't have to pay the monthly fee until they felt like the game was ready for release and they fixed it and since then they've released so much stuff so uh oh yeah the original final fantasy 14 released in 2010 so nine years ago and it's been going strong and just getting better and better uh so yeah i would have to say either between 14 or monster hunter world just because monster hunter just came out fairly recently and it has had some great reception i know a lot of people are excited for iceborne uh and I feel like there's a lot of potential moving forward in that one as well. I'm going to jump on the Final Fantasy train. Make your life easy. Yeah, you're extensively more knowledgeable in both games than I am, but I've also enjoyed playing Final Fantasy. So, next up we have Best Action Adventure Game. Great category. Um, we have Sicario, Shadows Die Twice, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, Resident Evil 2, Death Stranding, Control, and Borderlands 3. Um, to me, it's two games in the category. It's either Resident Evil 2 or Death Stranding. Um, Death Stranding, just because of the absolute hype, gameplay looks crisp. It's weird, but it's fun and different. Um, Resident Evil 2, because I think sometimes Resident Evil games takes you back to or take you back to your roots of gaming, and it gives you that sense of like fear and adventure, and mm-hmm. you don't know what's around that next corner, but you honestly do. Um, that's where I'm at. I'm I'm in between one of the two. I don't think Link's Awakening should even be considered 
in this category, to be honest. It's like if Disney was winning Oscars for re-releasing movies as live action. You're just you're remaking the same games over and over and over again, and eventually, like they're eventually going to win stuff. I just don't think a reanimated Link's Awakening is the, yeah. sa- the same as these bigger games. I would say that uh, if it was like Breath of the Wild two, I would be okay with that because that's an original game. But yeah, Link's Awakening, although it does look great, it is just a, a remake. Well, I guess Resident Evil 2 is a remake, but that's a complete remake. Yeah, it's like you're right. you're changing everything. Yeah. Um I I I don't think Death Stranding has enough action in it to call it an action adventure game. It does look it's great. It's just a ton of adventure. <laughs> uh yeah, it's quite a long adventure walking around. Uh I know Sekiro Shadows Die Twice was very well received. Um Control is a pretty good game. Unfortunately, I've out of these ones, I've only played Death Stranding and Resident Evil Two. Um, so I can I, can I say like the uh, the jury is yeah you you're, out on this your, one. It's your pick. You, you I, I'm taking your your call. I I would probably say I'm I'm leaning towards uh, Sekiro. Okay. Uh, because I th- I think that one had a much better response but i could be wrong that could go anyway that that category is a that's a tough one i'm gonna write you you read it here first resident evil will win this category (laughs) um (laughs) best just action game we have apex legends astral chain call of duty modern warfare devil may cry 5 gears 5 and metro exodus it's just probably gonna be call of duty call of duty or gears i think microsoft has a, a good handle on this category like like i mean call of duty is multi-platform yes and a lot of his content right now is playstation exclusive gears 5 was great the thing that made great gears 5 even better for a lot of people is if you're playing for ultimate game pass you're getting gears 5 for free on launch which really helped drive its traffic Mm -hmm. um which could help its numbers overall but yeah i would say call of duty probably has this one even the story is good. Um, AR VR games. We have Asgard's Wrath, Blood and Truth, Best or Beat Saber, No Man's Sky, and Trover Saves the Universe. I think Beat Saber's already won. This it's category. probably gonna be Beat Saber. That game has been on my want list for a while. I have VR for my PC. Um, I haven't really played it much, but I would definitely buy Beat Saber once it goes on sale on Steam, which it never does. Why would it? I know, right? Watch it's it gone on like sale a, on like PlayStation. Or something. Yeah. Oh man. That'd be that'd be golden. The best mobile game. Uh Grindstone, Cyanara, Wild Hearts, Sky, Children of Light, What the Golf, and Call of Duty Mobile. I'm gonna say Call of Duty. Have you played it? Yeah, it's it's super fun. Yeah, it, it's kind of what got me back into Call of Duty and made me buy the um, uh, Modern Warfare. Yeah, like like one hundred percent. It just got me back into the game. Um, th- these are some tougher categories because I know you play indies more than I do. Um, best indie game we have Baba is You, Disco Elysium, which is your favorite game apparently. Cantana Zero, um, Outer Wilds, and Untitled Goose Game. 
I'm uh, gonna say Untitled Goose Game. You did you see it's coming to Xbox? Yeah, it's a uh, Xbox. It's on Game Pass. Oh, it's already it's already launched. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, um, I saw it on Twitter I, the other day. It is coming to uh, PlayStation Four as well. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna say Untitled Goose Game because um, you're a I haven't played any goose. Of, I haven't played any of the other ones, <laughs> and you're a freaking goose. Yeah, it's actually so much fun. So much fun. I I would say Outer Worlds. Um, oh, there's. Oh, uh, Outer Wilds. Yeah, Outer Wilds. Uh, not worlds. That's that's confusing. Uh, yeah, I've never played it. That's why they did it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, I agree, wholeheartedly. Games for impact. Don't even know what this means. Yeah, we're just gonna guess one. Uh, Life is Strange 2. That's what I was going to say, just because <laughs> that's, that's a game I've actually like played a little bit of. So, <laughs> cool. Um, best performance. Now, this is where you kind of grab the actors. Um, I have a feeling this category's already been won um, without even looking at all the names. You have Ashley Birch as Parvati Halcombe in The Outer Worlds, Courtney Hope as Jess Faden in Control, Laura Bailey as Kate in Gears 5, which she's always phenomenal. Um, Mads Mikkelsen as Cliff in Death Stranding. Matthew Peretta as Casper Darling in Control. And then you have Daryl, as we know him as Norman Reedus, as Sam Porter Bridges in Death Stranding. That game was designed to be a movie. He is the main character. He has everything to do with that game. Yeah. If he does not win that category, it's, it's impossible. I, it's going to be. It's either going to be Norman Reedus or Mads Mikkelsen. Just for for the fact that the game is so cinematic. It, yeah. I'm calling Norman Reedus based on the fact that like three years ago when we first saw the game, it was him buck naked on a beach. This is true. And it literally looks like him. It is him. I know. <laughs> God. Um, best audio design Call of Duty Modern Warfare Control, Death Stranding, Gears 5 Resident Evil 2 or Sekiro, or Sekiro Shadows Die Twice I have two uh, games here I would say maybe Call of Duty They did a really good job with uh, a lot of their their sound design for that game They've it been learning is what yeah. they've done um, my, my other game in that category which might sound a little surprising is Resident Evil 2 because in order for that game to be 100% as effective as it is as a good game that's also scary it's the fact that they they tie in subtle tones with music and audio mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden something like creeps you out but you barely hear it and then boom it's on your screen mm-hmm. and that's talent like i know in the past we've argued about Call of Duty having, or not Call of Duty, um, Rainbow Six having amazing audio design because of the way footprints interact in hallways versus if you're behind a wall and everything's directional based on where you're looking, which is very natural to how the human like eyes and ears work. Um, Call of Duty has a lot of that as well. Sometimes noise is a little bit funky every once in a while, but overall I think the sound in Call of Duty is really good. Uh, just for that scariness factor, Resident Evil does a really good job blending sounds and environment. I will let you pick the tiebreaker. Uh, no, I was I was either between Resident Evil or uh, 
Call of Duty. But I, I'm I'm going to have to say probably Call of Duty. So we're just saying Call of Duty is winning this award show this year, right? Yeah, you know what? Like, it's it's been a a long time coming since there's been a a overall good Call of Duty, well received Call of Duty. Um, I haven't heard anything overly bad about Modern Warfare. Have you? No, uh, just that shotguns are. Oh yeah, shotguns! I fucking hate the shotguns. <laughs> Uh, oh, and, like and last night I was last night I was playing, and I hate rocket launchers as well. Why? They're fun. Yeah, for the someone who's using them. Well, if you they they have like these daily challenges. Once was one was like get thirty kills with a rocket launcher. I was like, oh, this is gonna be like two hours worth of work. <laughs> yeah. Um, sticking with sound, we're going with best score. Um, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Kingdom Hearts 3, Devil May Cry 5, Death Stranding, and Cadence of Hyrule. I don't know. I haven't heard any of them. Kingdom I Hearts have... actually has a pretty good soundtrack. I'm going to say, yeah, probably Kingdom Hearts. I've, I've played a little bit of it. The, also... the Kingdom Hearts sound, soundtracks have always been very good. It's Disney met, meeting everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to do art direction? That nah. one's tough. No. So we're just going to say Death Stranding. Sure. <laughs> um, the best narrative so uh, to me means best story we have the outer worlds we have disco elysium death stranding control or a plague tale innocence i would have to say plague tale innocence have you played that i have not yet it is a very good game and it makes you feel bad for really? the characters yeah okay. um death stranding uh yeah it's it's a kojima game so it takes a while to get into it the story is pretty interesting but um i i feel like when i when i play that i don't really have a connection to the characters i'd 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 agree with even just things i've read about death stranding um apparently like i haven't played the outer worlds yet i'm waiting for a little bit of time off where i can actually like commit myself to it so kind of when the afterglow of pokemon and call of duty wear off because you know me, once I get into a Fallout type game, I will play the shit out of that game. Yeah, you um, you won't even shit. Yeah, I'll just stop. You'll just stop. I'll brick. I'll brick up. But um, yeah. all kidding aside, the Outer Worlds narrative is apparently really, really strong, mm-hmm. and that's what making that's what's making this game so popular. Is it's because uh, a game like much like Fallout Four, you've played. Have you played through Fallout Four? Uh, a little through? bit, yeah. So you have a choice in the middle of the game after because you're you're abducted, right? <laughs> um, but you have a choice in the middle of the game to either like let your father live or kill your father. And if you kill your father, you, essentially all you get is his gun. It doesn't change the game <laughs> at all. Um, but that like you feel for these characters. You make decisions based on like the events or the things you choose to do. And I think Obsidian yeah. is very good at that. I think Obsidian did Fallout. Is it? Three New or Vegas. New Vegas? New Vegas. New Vegas. I played Outer Worlds a, a little bit, um, and uh, I got, like, there's a fairly quickly in the game, early on, you meet this person, and you can either convince them to give them, to give you their, their gun, because they're injured or whatever, or you can fight them and take the gun, or you can just go your own way. So I convinced them to give me the gun, and then I just shot him and killed him. <laughs> That's like, so the one thing that like I appreciated about Obsidian's Fallout New Vegas was it 
opened up the world to Fallout 4, where like um, early on in New Vegas, you have to either pick being like the MC or the NPR or the Brotherhood of Steel. Like when you're going around, and you can also be um, fuck, what are they called? The people who wore like the dog things on their head. Um, so you could join different factions, and as long as you wore their clothing, you blended in as one of them. Right. Um, and you could do their missions. And Fallout 4 does a great job doing that with, like, the Railroad, the Brotherhood of Steel, and the NPR. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really cool that, like, they kind of nodded towards that. I'll go with you on the Plague Tale, but I do believe, <clears throat> from everything I've read, The Outer Worlds could be a, a, a major contender in that category. Um, now we're down to the big three. We're going to do game direction, best ongoing, and then game of the year in that order because I feel as if those are the, the three biggest ones. Um, best game direction is obviously going to be the the whole picture, right? So you're looking at the same games we've been talking about all day. Sicario, <laughs> Resident Evil 2, Death Stranding, Control, and Outer Wilds. Not Outer Worlds, Outer Wilds. So yeah, you've got, so cut that one from the list. You've got an indie game in best game direction. I hate to say it, like my boys at Resident Evil Two aren't getting any love, but this one might go to Kojima. Just I'm so I'm thinking that it might go to Kojima, just as a big like fuck you to Konomi as well. Yeah, I could see it. Just, just a big like you know what you fucked up. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll put that down. I, I agree. Death, I think Death Stranding and Call of Duty we're going to hear a lot of mm-hmm. over the next few days. Best ongoing game uh, is up for this discussion. Is a, this is a tough one. Cause this it, is a great category. I'd say the only one that doesn't really that that's probably not going to get much love is Destiny Two, or even Apex. Yeah. Here's my reasoning. One year's worth of body of work versus the three years Fortnite existed and the three years Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege has existed. And the nine years of Final Fantasy XIV. Yes. I think it's down to Fortnite and Rainbow Six, to be honest, with their communities. They're still two of the highest streamed games. I know Apex Legends is up there as well, Mm -hmm. but Apex Legends just hasn't been around as long. So you're looking at Fortnite or Rainbow Six for me. Mm -hmm. Fortnite literally shut their servers down, changed the map entirely. Um, they're they're very interactive now with like what's topical. So Batman suits, Thanos comes into the game. Any like there's there's Christmas skins, there's everything. Like I'll still fire up Fortnite every once in a while if I'm bored, just because I'll be like, ah, oh, yeah, I could. Like I'm not nearly as good as these 15 year olds who can build things on their PCs, but I can run around and kill things so like i i understand that part of the game really really well um as for rainbow six siege my only thing is once you stop playing for a while it's so hard to pick back up yeah the game has changed suck the game has changed so much i'm gonna go with fortnite yeah i'm gonna say fortnite just because of how popular it is the uh, i would say you'd be hard pressed to find someone who hasn't played it at least once Right? Like if, if anyone has played video games, they've either played it or have heard about it, right? And you notice what game has fallen off this list entirely? No. Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Oh. Yeah. 
I don't even know what's going on with PUBG. A friend of mine asked me if I still played. I was like, not very often, because Apex Legends kind of took over mm-hmm. that market. But, like, for a looter shooter, I do believe, like, PUBG is still... This is going to be a hot take. I still think for enjoyment factor and more realism, because you don't get to build, PUBG is still superior. Yeah. I think I stopped playing it uh, mostly because it ran like crap when we got it. Yeah, this that would have been last year, right? It's only yeah, been... something like that. Yeah, because I remember buying that weirdly on the way to London on a Cyber Monday sale. Was that a year ago or two years ago? Maybe two years. Maybe, I don't know. It's been a while. Great game, though. Great game. Yeah. All right. The reason why we're all here. To crown David the people's choice. Not the champion. That's me. All right. Game of the year. Control, which we've been giving no love to all day. I hear it's a good game, but I haven't played it. It just, it's not a top five game. <laughs> no. um, Death Stranding. Should I do it like the, the Oscars? Death Stranding. Kojima, uh, Kojima Productions. Written by Sony Interactive, or published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. No. Um, Resident Evil 2. Sicario, Shadows Die Twice. The Outer Worlds, which got a ton of love here. And Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I think this is going to go to Smash Bros. The only reason I don't think it is, doesn't a game of the year have to come out within that year? Uh, or because like, it, can it just Smash win Bros. like a year out. later? Smash Bros came out this year. I thought it came out before Christmas. I don't even remember. Oh, it came out 2018. But when did it come out? December. It came oh, out December 2018. So, so I think it still counts. That does still count. Yeah, because like, when did um, if you if you have it up with last year's release dates, when did uh, Red Dead Two come out? Was it November? Uh, I think so. Or October. Red Dead Redemption 2 came out on consoles in October Ah, and Windows November this year. Did not qualify for this year's. Because if Red Dead came out as part of like that late November, early December, Red Dead would have won this category. Guaranteed. But I'm pretty Mm. sure it won game of the year last year. So that makes sense. Um... Ugh, it's tough. You're right. With everything we know about Super Smash Brothers Ultimate and how the community just keeps rising and growing, the Switch is rapidly, like, it's winning sales battles now. Mm-hmm. It could be the game that is appearing under people's trees this year. It's the game that, like, I got it when I, like, got my Switch. I think the games I bought immediately, or I got... I got Mario Kart with it, and then we bought Mario Party and Super Smash Brothers, Boxing Week. Um, and like, I already had I had the controller and the GameCube adapter before I even had the Switch, because I pre-ordered them randomly, because I thought I was going to buy a Switch. Yep, you talked me into it. I'm going to go Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Well, like even uh, one of my buddies got a Switch uh, like two days ago. He got the Mario Kart bundle, and he was saying, uh, he's like, yeah, I, I want to buy Smash Bros. I'm like, dude, just wait for, like, ask for someone to get to you for Christmas. He's like, yeah, but I want it now. 
That the only thing that sucks about Smash Brothers, and I'm gonna say this candidly, the girlfriend doesn't play it with me. I don't necessarily want to play online, and eventually you get so bored of beating the computer. So unless I have people over, and like the Joy Cons aren't designed to play Smash Brothers nonstop for hours. No, or you could get a new girlfriend. Nah, I, I don't think that's on the, oh. the table. Yes. But <laughs> the joy, like, I can't see the longevity. Like, I have to buy other GameCube controllers in order for it to work. Or I use two Joy Cons at a time to make the the extra Switch controller. Right. But I, I think that game, uh, most people don't play it with the Joy-Cons anyways. Yeah, you In, only unless, do. Unless you absolutely have to. So we're calling a Nintendo product to be Game of the Year. I would say uh, a close second would be The Outer Worlds. Over Death Stranding. Yeah. I don't think Death Stranding has enough... Um, reach because it's i would say not even that but it was a it's it's kind of a niche type of game right like if you if you've never played a kojima game before you know that you're in for a long a long watch uh when i started playing it i played for uh the first uh i'd say the first like 20 minutes of me playing the game i only actually played the game for like five Right, okay. so that's that's like the one thing that's stopping me from keep playing that game is that I need the time to play it. It's not one of those things that you can. It's like it's not like Call of Duty, right? Where you can be like, you know, I'm gonna hop in a a team deathmatch, play like two rounds. Okay, take me a half hour. No, like Death Stranding is one of those games. Like any Kojima game, even if it was like a, um, Metal Gear Solid Five or whatever, right? Like if you're playing the story, you know, like you're gonna have to set a good chunk of time because once you get into a cutscene, you can't pause it halfway through. That's what pissed me off about God of War. Yeah. So I'm going to say Smash Bros. The Outer Worlds might be a close second just with uh, the how much positive reception it's received and the fact that it is also a multi-platform game. And with The Outer Worlds... A big fuck you by Microsoft. Microsoft paid a ton of money to have it on Game Pass, where if you're a PlayStation user, you couldn't get it for free at the launch. Nope. So, The Outer Worlds might have more players, too. Smash Brothers is exclusive, but this might be an exclusive that just might take the cake. Um, Next week, we're going to be doing something a little different, potentially. Um, we know our, our, our good friend here, David, has exams, and he's not going to be available to us. Yeah, so the worst. We're going to try and bring back an old friend, and we're going to talk about some movies. Um, we will kind of update it as it goes on um, with what our plans are. We might end up taking a week hiatus. We're not 100% sure yet. Um, but there's a lot of movie content that came out this week that we're just not going to get around to today. Um, Ghostbusters 3, uh, Bond, No Time to Die. Wonder Woman 84 are just three trailers. There's um, a new, uh, the, what is it, Nice Guy or something like that? Good the, Guy? It's a new, The Fun Guy? The Fun or Guy. Or not Fun Guy, Free Guy, Free Guy. R- free Guy, Ryan Reynolds movie. It looks quite interesting. 
it's it's like a combination between Grand Theft Auto and um, Ready Player One. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited for that one, but that will be a a topic for another day. What you mean? We're out of time. I I believe we are. Well, that's too bad because the sun we... will come out tomorrow. <laughs> I would bet, bet your bottom, your bottom dollar. dollar that tomorrow, unless it's overcast, then don't quote me on that. Well, uh, that's all <laughs> the time we have for today. That's also our predictions. We will try and follow up online as best as we can while the award shows happen. Um, or we will just post about the ones that we got right. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, might be one, might be twin. We have no idea. But thank you all for listening. If you like what you're listening to, obviously subscribe. We are coming to Spotify in 2020. We cannot wait. We'll talk to you guys later. See ya.